This is Spoiler Country, a podcast about comics, movies, whatever, but mostly comics. Enjoy. Previously on Spoiler Country, my buddy might be able to make it. He knows, you know, just as much as me. It's Marvel stuff, so he'll know exactly what to pick out. All right. Welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kendrick Regan. That's Johnny Horsley. And today on our show, <laughs> it's the John Wick review. Because for some reason, Mr. Horsley had never watched Wick in the four years that it's been out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'd heard about it and I said, never watch it. By the way, I want to comment real quick. You realize your intro has gotten to where you say the names super fast. Uh-huh. And then pause for a second and then say my name super fast. It's it's every episode I've noticed it get faster and faster and it makes me laugh. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is that a good thing? It's a good thing. I like it. I like it. Okay. As long as it's as long as we're having fun with it. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes me that's why I always laugh in the beginning because I'm like, oh, it's got faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. But I, I've never seen John I always wanted to. I mean, I like I love action. I love Kellyanne Reeves, I love action movies. I just never went and saw it for some reason. Yeah. Or saw it when it came out. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. We were talking yesterday, and we're like, we had an interview planned for today, but unfortunately, the guy we're interviewing is sick, so we had to reschedule. So we're like, well, what do we do? And Kieran's like, well, let's do John Wick. I'm like, shit, I got to watch it. <laughs> yeah, this this movie is astounding. That We do have a little bit of a selfish reason of doing uh, John Wick, and if you listen to our previous episode, you'll know exactly why, because it was directed by Chad Stahelski, Stahelski, sorry. I think I hope I said his last name right, Chad Stalski. By, by Chad S. Yeah, Chad S. And he is—he <laughs> just got helmed to direct the Sandman Slim movie that's going to be coming out in a couple years. So, so what a better way for me to start checking out some of his older stuff. Yeah, and and the cool thing with Chad is he has an—he's—he's got some history in, in film. He ended up being the body double for Brandon Lee in The Crow after Brandon that's- Lee passed away. I love and, that movie. Yeah, and I, yeah. Who doesn't like that movie? It's it's. But that's crazy to think about that, you know, because that was, you know, that was all over the place when that happened. You know. Yeah, yeah. That was. I remember. I remember. I was. I was a kid. I remember reading about that in the paper. I remember sitting in my mom's bathroom reading the, the. My mom used to get the old tabloid magazines. Yeah. Right. Like the National Enquirer and shit like that. So I remember. Remember. You know, I didn't have a cell phone back then. So I go to the bathroom. You'd read magazines or shit. I remember reading through those the tabloids and like going over all these. You know, he was murdered by the Chinese mafia and all this shit about Brandon Lee and stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. So that's kind of, I mean, it's an unfortunate way that it happened, but it's kind of a cool thing that he's, you know, from that, he's gone all the way full circle to be directing full-length, feature-length movies like uh, Wick, and that was a huge success. Yeah, kick-ass action movies like John Wick. Yeah. Like, that I'm, movie, was in, it was intense, man. Non-stop intense. So this, you know, and this this movie has uh, some great people. It's got Keanu Reeves in the title character of John Wick. It's got Michael Nyquist as Vigo, who is awesome. Alfie Allen, who is actually from Game of Thrones, yep. is the uh, the kid. And then John Leguizamos. John Leguizamo, who was awesome in it. <laughs> it Dude, just, I love John Leguizamos, man. <laughs> I mean, he's got like three minutes of total screen time, but he's amazing in it. Yeah, and, I mean, he's fantastic in every line he delivers. It's great. Yep. And w- Willem Dafoe as Marcus was awesome. As all, Willem Dafoe is always. Yeah, yeah. He's always good, man. It's like no matter what he's in, you're just like, yep, that's Willem he, Dafoe. He just, he's just so into his roles, man. He just gets into it. Yeah. And then and Ian McShane as Winston, the owner of the Continental. Dude, Ian McShane's a badass, man. Yeah. He so, was he was one of my favorite parts of American Gods. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah, he plays he plays Wednesday in American Gods, and it's it's so good. He's so good in that role. Yeah, who was who was the uh, the main guy in American Gods? Um, Ricky Whittle played Shadow Moon. Yeah, he was good. He did a really good he did a great a great job too, yeah. Like I was telling you, like from re- I you know, American Gods is one of my all time favorite books, and uh after reading it, watching the, the miniseries those two characters looked like exactly what they walked out of my head. Oh, really? That's hilarious. With, with the exception that uh, Ian McShane's character Wednesday should have had a beard, but that's fine. Does it? Oh, do they say that he has a beard in the book? Yeah, well, yeah, he has. Yeah, he has a beard in the book. Oh, nice. So you but watched dude, it for the, the first time. Uh, yeah, yeah, you watched it for the first time last night. What was yeah. your first impression uh, when you turned it off? 
holy fuck. <laughs> I mean, it was just. I mean, I kind of every- built it up because I because I love that movie. I the first time I watched it, I was like, oh my god, I want to play. I want to go. I saw it in the theater, and I'm like, I want to go back in. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It, it just the scene, the action scenes are just so just so well done. So. Not, not, they're not, not, it's not that they're graphic because they're not really that graphic. They're just so intense as yeah. they're flipping around and doing the, the, the gunplay. And Keanu just, Reeves in that movie, I told you in text, is an action artist. Yeah. And, and it just mean that he is so believable in that role. And it's just, well, I w- it's intense. Yeah. I had actually watched a thing a year ago or so about his training for that movie. And he went through some intense, like, Intense gun training of you know how to. I sent you a YouTube gun, video. How to fire the gun. I sent you a YouTube yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You should watch it. I don't know if you got to go back. Oh, I'll send it to you again if you if you can't find it. But I sent you a YouTube video yesterday showing his gun training. It is yeah th- nuts. It's probably, I think it's probably the same one I already watched. So I, I remember watching one on his gun training for this movie uh, before like last year sometime before I ever you know obviously before I ever watched the movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I, you know, the whole time it's been out, I'm like, man, I should, I should see John Wick. And then when John Wick two came out. My company actually did a um, did a, a team thing where they went, they all went and saw John Wick two at IPIC, and I didn't I didn't get to, I didn't I something came up and I couldn't go to it, but I was like oh I should go to that you know because I want to see this movie, but I should watch the first one first. But you know it, it just came to me you know for the podcast oh I'll force myself to watch it tonight and I'm glad that I did because yeah it was man the scene when they when they they break in and they steal his car and they kill the dog it's a tough scene. Dude, I think what I like rough. about that movie is that it's a typical, like the the overarching feel. It's a typical revenge movie, okay? Yeah, and 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 those are played out. But the way they did this one and the style that they did it in, and those first fifteen minutes explains everything. And then you actually yeah. feel for him quickly because he's going through and the, and his wife dying of cancer, and then. You know, she sent she she has it set up so when she dies, a puppy is sent to his house to help him go through the grieving process because she knows that he needs that. He needs yeah. that hum, humanity connection because she knows who he is. Right. You know what I mean? And he was the stone cold killer that got reconnected with with his humanity and wanted to be a part of life. And then he gets everything ripped away, and she says, "Here's something for you to love because you need this, and something right. to love yeah. you." It's you beautiful. Know? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 awesome. And then to have these Russian guys break into his house over a car, as you know? dumb fucking kid. Yeah, yeah, and and then this the, and then they kill the puppy. The best is when John Leguizamo punches him in the face. And he's like, "Vigo won't like this." How do you know what Vigo likes? And the guy's like, "What?" <laughs> and then I love oh, it when he when when Vigo calls John Leguizamo. You know, calls John's character and he goes like, I heard you punched my son. Yep, I sure did, sir. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Well, because he stole John Wick's car, killed his dog. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I think that scene is when I, I, in the theater I was like, oh, shit just got real. <laughs> yeah. These guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't even know. It, it's the, what, the scene that got me, that got me like really excited was the first when he gets all the guns out of his, his cellar or out of his underneath the uh, concrete, concrete his garage yeah. or wherever it's at. And then he gets dressed and then he's waiting for those people because he knows that they're going to come break into his house again. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. waiting for the hit squad. And he just goes through them like a like a lawnmower going through well, like the paper. first The first like five kills are all headshots. Like boom, 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 boom. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shit. The way, oh, he, shit. Hold, the way he holds the gun. Yeah, the way it's that, believable. Yeah, the way he holds the gun, the way that he goes, he, he it's like down then up, down then up. You know, body shot, headshot, body shot, headshot, body shot, headshot, and then yeah, the way that he grapples, it's not like it, it's it's not like these unbelievable punches and kicks that that look kind of cool, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, you can get into it, like a lot of Marvel superhero stuff, right? You're watching right. the action. It's like if you fight the, somebody like what Keanu Reeves is doing, you're fucked. Yeah. Right. Because he's Marvel, grappling the, and he's, you know, he's doing all this stuff and it's just, oh. Right. The Marvel, the Marvel fighting, it's like they're dancing. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, right. it's cool looking. It's but cool they're dancing. looking. Yeah. Right. It's visually pleasing, but it's not as realistic. It felt realistic on the stuff that he was doing. Yeah. It felt like the shit he was doing would fucking hurt. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then to go through, and then he he ends up at the the chop shop. Yep. And he's like, "Yeah, your car was here. Have a drink, please." <laughs> yeah. And like you could tell everybody's on edge because they know what kind of person that he is and what he they can know do. If they, yeah, if they, if they cross him, they're gonna die. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I need a ride. <laughs> Comes out in that sure, Nova man. SS. <laughs> what was your favorite Dude, part? They, so, my favorite part was probably when Wick went into the club after the kid. Yeah. And he was, like, going through, and you could see that he was only going after the quote-unquote bad guys. And, like, anybody who was just there clubbing, you know, he, he tried. He actually moved him out of the way or didn't shoot him. Right. And when he thought... That big buff, the big buff guy in the in the speedo jumps up, like raw, and like just stabbed him, and then shoots him a bunch of times. Right, that made me laugh. <laughs> I was like, ah, your muscles won't help you here, buddy. <laughs> I, I like that scene was really cool, man, and I liked how it starts with when he comes out of the shadow and puts the gun to the back of the bouncer's head. Yeah, he's like, you oh, lost yeah, some yeah, weight. He goes sixty pounds. That's impressive. Yeah. Once you take the night <laughs> off, Frederick. Thank you, Thank sir. You, sir. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I thought that was that, that was that was a great touch where he like, oh, I know this guy. You're a friend. Go home. Yeah, you know? that's a, that's a wrestler. That's oh, a professional it? wrestler. His name is Kevin Nash. Oh, Kevin. I don't know. I know. I know who Kevin Nash is. That guy's huge. I didn't, I didn't recognize him at all in that movie. Yeah, that he's huge. Yeah, the guy's like seven um, feet tall or some shit like that. I also liked it a lot when he did finally get get to kill the kid. There was no like long drawn out like lecture. It was just boom, fuck you, dead. <laughs> right, it was a fucking boom. <laughs> yeah, it was just done. It's a quick, easy death. Get it over with. Yeah, because I mean, like, if you're in that mindset where you're going through this and you're that person, you're not gonna have let somebody have a drawn out speech. Right, right. It's like you why? Know? Yeah, I, I like that he was vulnerable too, though. Like he yeah, almost he died. He would have died if Marcus didn't save his life. Right. Yeah. Twice. It was interesting. It was interesting. So I was like, when when Marcus when they, when you know, hired Marcus, and I was like, oh shit, he's getting he's getting his old friend. It's Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe plays a really good bad guy. Yeah. I was like, I was like, all right. So so I didn't know the I didn't know the plot towards the end. I was like, okay, it's going to come down to at, at that point when they hired him. I was like, okay, it's going to come down to Willem Dafoe and John Wick. You know that makes sense. Heavy, heavy casting here. Right. Then we going on, and then there's that first shot that Marcus takes and misses on purpose. And I'm like, and I'm like, nope, that's on purpose. He's yep. warning him. That's, yep. that's that was shot was to warn him to get him up. Yep. And then she comes walking through the the door. Yep. Yeah. What and did then, you think of the concept of what the Continental stands for? The hotel? Yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool touch. Right? And the all the have, gold coins? Having, yeah, have having a having a, a hollow ground or a, you know a, a peaceful ground for these people to go to and relax. I thought it was sanctuary. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then that girl that girl ruined the sanctuary. Yeah, and she paid for it. <laughs> well, yeah, she did. <laughs> And Ian McShane was cool. I was, well, I can't remember the the um, the guy who was watching her that John Wick said, you know, cut your release thing to him. Yeah, yeah, the black guy. I, I don't remember his, his name. I can't remember his name was, but he, he, I, I was kind of sad when he died because I, I, he was he seemed like a cool a cool guy. Like he would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know I knew he had to die, but right, I, I didn't I didn't like it. <laughs> well, the the second ones you can watch the second one, which is good. It's the first one is amazing, and I think the first yeah. one it's stylized. Right, it kind of reminds me a lot of Hard Boiled and like the old John Woo stuff, but without the slow mo. Yeah, you know the same type of action, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it, I don't know, man. There's a realist, there's a realism to him, to it that you don't get most of the time. You know, right. like when the cars fell into the, it fell off the dock and into the the loading dock, right? Yeah. And it was far enough that if that was like a John Bay film, they would have blew up and had this huge explosion. But they didn't. Right. They fell and did exactly what a car would do. You mean Michael Bay, not John Bay? What'd I say? I said John, John Bay. Bay. I don't even know who yeah. John Bay is. Michael <laughs> I don't Bay. Know <laughs> if it was Michael Bay, they would have blown up or they would have turned the Transformers or something, you know? Right, right. Or his brother, John Bay, if he would have directed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his brother. <laughs> Maybe it's his cousin. I don't know. But Right, whatever. I'm just saying, you know what I, you get what I'm saying? Like nothing yeah, yeah. bugs me more when I watch a movie and the car comes careening off the cliff and then just explodes in like, air. What? Or they like, right. what happened? What is there a bomb in there? I mean, there, why is there a rocket? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of the time it's gonna fall and it's gonna hit the ground. There's not gonna be an explosion. Yeah. And even and if it cars catches don't explode on, often. They don't explode like that. Usually they just catch on fire and then it just goes whoosh into a big flame because of the gas tank. 
And then it's, they just burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it, I like that. I like the realism of what it feels like. When I watch it, you feel like when I watch it, I felt like that all that stuff could happen. Yeah, there was the one scene at the end where John takes over the he, you know, he knocks the truck the car off the, the edge and then he takes out the car with um the bad guys in it. Yeah, is he knocks them in and they they go flying they they hit that big pole pretty hard and it hits a passenger door. That dude in that passenger seat would have been dead because of how hard it hit. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he would have been, or at least been incapacitated. Yeah, he wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have gotten out and walked. You know, no, no, no. That. He would have been like a lot of internal injuries, stuff like. That. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. So they they have the second one out. There's a third one plant. There's a third one being that's going to come out. Oh, is there? Yep. And there's a TV show that's being spun off it on. I think on Stars. And uh, Chad S is going to direct the first episode. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's that's. It's kind of cool. That's it's, awesome. like, it's it's crazy. It's a lot of stuff. For, yeah, I uh, want to see the second one. I, I, I almost watched the second one last night after I finished the first one. Did you really? Yeah, I almost put it on, but I was like, well, because it was, it was, you know, um, buy both of them for 20 bucks on Voodoo, you know? So you got them I both? was going to watch the second one. Yeah, yeah, I was going to watch the second one. I was like, uh, and it's 1230. I need to go to bed because we're going to get up early and record this morning. And I got shit to do tonight. It's my wife's birthday party tonight. So yeah. I got to yeah. clean the house after this. <laughs> yeah, it but, was. There was one thing that bugged me about this movie, though. There's one Whoa. scene that bugged me. Yeah, yeah. What? Which one? So, the final fight between what was the bad, the main bad guy's name again? Vigo. The dad. Vigo. Yeah, between Vigo and John Wick. That that last fight scene where they they he throws the gun down, they fist cuff it out. One, I mean, it was kind of cool they they fought it out, but I was like, one, why? Just fucking shoot him, right? And two, why did he leave him alive? He didn't why leave did he him just alive. Kill he him? dies. How do you know that? Because they show he walks him dying. Away. No, they don't. Yeah, they, they do. They, he, no, they don't. John Wick walks away. Vigo's still alive and he says, I'll see you again with a knife in his in his shoulder. And then he dies. You don't think he dies at that point? Because to me, he, he they like. They don't show him. If, it's a they mo- show him. Movie, if they don't. The, well, I see what you're saying. You're kind of taking it to a whole direction. But I think he's dead, dude. I'm pretty sure you can say that he's dead because they do show him his the, like the light in his eyes basically goes out and he stops breathing. Because he I got, didn't see that. Yeah, because he stabbed him in the side, and then he stabbed him in up on the shoulder blade and stuck the knife in there. So he was yeah. bleeding out as they were fighting. John Wick got stabbed in the side too, and he was bleeding out too. But you know, that's just not as bad. Yeah, maybe I was watching it. I, I just didn't see it. Just it seemed like he was when he walked away. He was still alive. Like he left yeah. him there. He left him. He left him to die. If he left him alive, die. I think there's there's some other things. I think there's two points to that. Is one. His beef was not with the dad as much as it was with the son. Yeah, no, it was all it was all with the son. Right. And the so and I involved. think that he didn't have a choice because now they've killed his friend Marcus and says, yeah. Okay, now I have to go and, and kill all you guys because you did that this. Des- Marcus's Marcus's death scene was brutal. And awesome at the same time. Yeah. Because he go was out like, on my terms. No, nope, yeah, I go, go out on my mine. terms. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he goes, I'm going to go out on my terms. And then and then he shoots those two guys. And then, I mean, he was going to die. He knew he was going to die. But yeah, yeah. when Vigo comes up to him to shoot him, he goes, see? <laughs> then he shoots him. Because <laughs> yep. he did go out on his own terms. Because he wasn't right, going to let him is, just kill him. Yeah, which is good. I'm glad I'm glad he got that, not really redemption, but that, that satisfactory ending for himself, you know? Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, I didn't want to see him die because I thought he was a cool character and the, the way they portrayed him was neat. And I got a feeling yeah, he, that he said, he, you didn't kill him. He goes, well, you pulled the contract. Yeah. Because he did. He pulls the contract. So I'm like, yeah. I wonder if Marcus would have killed him if the contract was never pulled. Yeah. We don't know. And the fact that you pulled the contract, well, now I'm going to save his life. Yeah. You pulled the contract. So why, why would I kill him now? There's no money involved in it. Yep. yep. Right. And it was a quite a bit of money. Yeah, it was four. It was start, started at $2 million, ended up being $4 million at the end. Yeah. It doubled it, which is insane. I thought I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. I'm I'm I want to watch. I'm gonna watch the second one here probably next couple of days. Just because why the fuck not? And I didn't know they were making a third one because that's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a planned trilogy, or because of the success of the first one, they decided to do two more and make it a trilogy. And then they had the um, and then they're doing the TV show, which is crazy. I don't know who's in the TV show. Yeah, I don't know. That's nuts though. It's it's uh, it's cool when stuff works out to where it just you make this cool thing and it's like spawns this it creates its own franchise. universe yeah, yeah. It its own franchise that's 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 what i like things that create their own franchise not i, I mean things that are a planned franchise are cool too but it just wants something that's like it's such a huge hit that it makes a franchise like okay that's awesome <laughs> it's fun to, to to go through it and 
and to see things come together like this and go, oh, that's neat. You guys started with this and now it's expanded into this whole thing that you didn't even know was there. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like you, it's, you probably go through this all the time when you're creating a comic book where you're like, yeah. I have this idea and I do this, but now a hundred other things have happened because of this and I didn't yep. even think of these things. That's exactly what happens when you're writing a story. It's, you start with one idea, and then the, the idea basically writes, writes itself after that because you get you get all these continuation ideas about all these other ideas that come into play and make a full story, which it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. What what did you think of the the style of action? I liked it. It was. Um, did it remind his, you of anything else? His movements a little bit. Now it's gonna. This is kind of. I think it's gonna be a weird comparison, but his movements a little bit. The first thing I thought of was Equilibrium. The the movie because, Equilibrium. Yeah, because his movements his movements were so calculated. Now it wasn't the same as Equilibrium goes to an extreme of like math and uh, moving, you know, knowing where to shoot based upon calculations shit like that. But his movements uh, when he was when he was, was just shooting the guns was so precise and calculated. It was like, it reminded me of the first couple of scenes of Equilibrium where he's where Christian Bale's character goes through with the guns and does the you know shoots all in the right place at the right time. You know, it kind of reminded oh, me of that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a long time since I watched that movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a deep cut, man. It's an old movie. Yeah, two thousand two. I had to look it up. I couldn't remember it. I kept thinking, <laughs> it's a, I kept it's a thinking Matt Damon for some reason, and then no, no, that's that's Christian Bale. Yeah, that's Christian Bale. Yeah, no, I've seen it. Sean Bean's in it. Yeah, yeah he probably he probably dies. Yeah, there's a there's a website asking not to kill Sean Bean anymore, and it goes through he all his like, different death scene. <laughs> he dies in like everything he's in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he even died in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Well, most people die in Game of Thrones, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, when if, you, if you're cast on Game of Thrones, the percentage is you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. Yeah, so John Wick 2, you're going to watch that in a couple days? Then we'll, yeah, we'll, maybe, maybe we'll probably, do a short probably, synopsis, just a short one to kind of go through it. Because yeah. really, you just kind of talk about the whole franchise as a whole. You know? Yeah. And the first one, dude, is so good. It's so good. See, it's like they have all these memes out there now. It's like the one meme, like, oh, man, I just stepped on an ant. John Wick, have you seen my pet ant? Oh, shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> now you get it. You're like, oh, now well, these I, I are got, so much more I funny. I got it before. <laughs> I, I, understood the, I understood the premise of what the movie was about, you know, because I've yeah. heard about it. But now after watching it, it makes me like, yeah, you don't want to – you don't kill John Wick's pets. <laughs> right. What, what, well, it's, what, not, it's, it's not even about the pets. It's about what the pet meant to him. It's the it wasn't connect- just a regular yeah, dog. It's, it's a connection the, to his wife. It's the connection to his wife. It's the last physical connection to his wife. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. It's not really about the dog. It's about the and wife. Say, but, you know. Yeah, when I say physical, I don't mean like, because the house is a physical or the car or whatever. But, right, right, right. But the, a living thing connection to it, you know. Yeah. They didn't have kids, so that was the, the next best thing. Right. And he, and he only had the dog for a little, a short time. It looked like a day. Yeah. Two days. Yeah, if yeah, two days at best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you just? I love the scene at the gas station, and when he's all every price, everyone has his price, bitch. And he and then he says right. back in Russian, "Not this bitch." He's like, "Who the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> yeah. It's like, it is why would of, you assume that no one knows what you're saying just because you're speaking Russian? Right. Well, I mean, that's just stupid. The, why wouldn't the son know who John Wick was? You know, that's yeah. what, that, that's one that. That's yeah. my question. Why wouldn't the son know John? Know, it, understand it's only who John been Wick is? five years. Yeah, because they they and they preface was, the timeline when he's in the bar talking to the the uh, the waitress or the bartender, and she's like, yeah. "How long has it been since I've seen you?" And he's like, "About five and some odd change years." Yeah, and it's like he's the son should know. Yeah, and I mean, the son looks if, like to be in his late twenties. Yeah, and even if the son was in Russia the whole time, John Wick was active. I'm sure somebody would have talked about him. Well, you after know. the story that Vigo tells that they that the killings that he did laid the foundation for who they are. Yeah. You know, I mean they call them Yaga Baba or Baba Yaga. I mean, unless the son's the such an idiot, he doesn't pay attention at all. Well, he did you know, come across even, that way. Yeah. Well even even his bodyguards when uh John Nicholas character said, you know, it's John Wick's car, they're like, Oh shit. <laughs> you know, even Which the guys bodyguard? are with Did he say that was John Wick's car? Yeah, when they brought the car in, he's like, that's, he said, that's John Wick's car. And the other guys behind him were like, oh, shit. I don't remember him saying that. Yeah, no, he did. Oh. I, no, I, because, you know. then, 
because then he punches the kid and the kid like puts a gun to his head and he's like, you better fucking do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that, that was the, that was the biggest thing for me. The whole, the whole movie was like, why didn't the kid know who John Wick was? That seems that was a, they didn't explain why he didn't know, you know, I, I love at the end after he kills the kid. Did you hear, did you notice his line? What? Everything has a price. Oh, the same oh, yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. he said to him at the beginning of the movie. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught that. Yeah, good full circle there. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, that's just so satisfying. I think that's what I love about this movie. It's satisfying. Yeah, it is. Like it is. this is something you can get behind. Like I'm pretty much passive with when it comes to physical violence, right? I, I, yeah. I like watching MMA to a point, but after a while, if it gets so bad, then I have a hard time watching it because I don't want to see people get beat up like that. I just don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see I, that, I, that 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 level of violence. <laughs> I have a hard time watching MMA or any kind of boxing stuff. I'm like, I just don't want to see people get hurt because yeah, yeah. in, in real life, that's what, yeah, movies, that's what movies are for. <laughs> I like watching. Like I love sports, so I watch the NFL and and you know, South Seahawks are my team, obviously because I was born or wasn't born here. <laughs> I was two when we moved here, though, but I was raised here, <laughs> and you know, so that's my team. And I, I never want to see anybody get hurt. Right, you right. know what I mean. It's Me like, oh, I don't want to see somebody from the other team get hurt, even though, even if that person getting hurt helps our team be better, because that, yeah, that, you that's, know, a, that's a that's a that's a dirty play though. If you hurt somebody to win for your team to win, you know. Well, I don't mean that. Yeah, yeah, that's messed up. If you're doing it on purpose, that's even worse. But just not not even on purpose, just because the game itself is violent enough that yeah, you can get hurt and and not on purpose. You know, you just things happen. I, I don't yeah. want to see that. You know, what I, mean? I don't want. I don't. No, me neither. I don't me wish neither. that on anybody. But this movie, the way they set it up, that first 15 minutes, and that's how long it takes for them to get into the action really starting when they break into the house and, and kill his dog and, and, you know, surprise him and beat, you know, and leave him there all beat up. Right. You know, but the other thing is, is when they hit him with that bat on his arm, that would have broke his arm. Yeah. You know, that bat was pretty was, intense. Yeah. And they, it was nothing, but it didn't matter. So, but. Going through that first fifteen minutes, it's it's tough because you know you you learn who he is. You not, and I don't mean you learn who he is like who he was in the past, but just who he is as a person today. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know his world is this woman and building this life together, and then all that is ripped away, and then to get that puppy, and it, and to have her come from her, you know, and then right. he starts crying, and you're like, oh my god. You feel for him. Intense. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah. And then I was, uh, the, and then this explosion of violence happens. Right. I don't know how else to put it. it and it's, then, it's, it's, it's how you put it, man. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, and it's like I would want to kill the, that fucker too at that point. Right. Like, I'd be like, fucker, you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's beyond just the car. I think the car because it was a cool car, but I I don't I, I think he likes I think he cared for his car because a man in his car, especially that type of car, becomes synonymous yeah. with each other but at the same time the puppy and the connection to his wife what that puppy signified was everything right you know and what you I don't mean? kill a man's dog <laughs> yeah I, I i almost think that if they would have just stolen the car and left he i don't know what he would have done you know what i mean i don't think it would have been to the level that it was yeah he probably would just call the vigo and be like hey man your, your kid stole my car but no yeah. he killed the dog like nope you guys you're all dead <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, and that was it. That was the straw. And then I didn't get to understand why. Did, why did he have all that stuff under concrete? I, I, I think and it was, a, it was to be like only only use it if he absolutely needs to. That's the way he can make. If he he has to break concrete to get to it, you know. I don't know. That's the way I saw it. it was like it has. It's it's a last resort to go back to that life lifestyle. Because he was trying to get. You're trying to you know. You're trying to get out of that lifestyle. So that was like you know. Only if absolutely necessary is he going to go back to that shit, which is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I thought it, all that stuff would be more dirty, but I guess yeah. maybe well, it was not. In the case. Yeah, it was in the case. I mean, what do you, and, what do you think I mean, they go from here? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea what they're doing. I mean, because he killed the Russian guy. He killed all the guys apparently. Yeah. So I don't know where I don't know where you go next. You know, like he's he's back in the game now. So does he get a new? Is, is he getting a new boss now? Is he he's going to go out and be a hitman again? I don't know. Well, what, where would let's put it this way? Where would you take it? Or would I take it? Yeah, like say for some reason, Lionsgate film says, "Hey, Mister Horsley, 
Love your web comics. We'd like you to direct the next John Wick. <laughs> I'd be like, um, you're okay, an idiot, but for, okay. Yeah, yeah. Here, thanks for the money, but uh, I guess we're doing a cartoon now. Um, well, I mean, I, don't know. Just, I, mean, I would say, I, I would say, that, like, that there would be like the Vigo would have been the head, like, make it to where he was the head of just some local organization in the, in the city he's in. The American arm of yeah, the, yeah. the Russian there's, mob. But there's higher ups and they come after John Wick for what he did or something like that. It's, it's, it's like, the, it's like the, the easy way to go that I would probably think is what I would do. You would go the easy route? Well, I don't know if I would go the easy route. That's just what comes to mind right off the top of my head. Right, right. I don't... Yeah, we should watch John Wick too. I've watched it, but now it's been a little while and, and honestly, I can't remember the plot line. Huh. I love oh, the first I, one I all. so much. You know right. what I mean? That I've watched the first one four or five times. Nice, nice. Yeah, you know, and I, I watched also, it last night too. to get ready for today. Yeah, yeah, me too. Obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. I was say I, I was talking to Casey about this morning. Uh, Casey from the Comic Jam. Yeah. And he said he 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 watched it. Then he tried to get his wife to watch it, and she goes, "If that if they kill that fucking dog, I'm done. I'm done." And so he turned he turned it off. <laughs> uh, but that's like the whole point. I know, but his wife was like, man, if they kill that dog, he's like, well, let's not watch this movie then. <laughs> it's so tough. When they show the dog dead and he's yeah. like holding the dog and he starts crying, I was like, oh my God. Right. It's like, come on, man. It's heartbreaking. It's touching. Yeah. And then Keanu Reeves does such a good job. It's like, oh my God, dude. Well, he's, a fa- he's such a how good actor. He he's not, so fantastic. How he's not more celebrated? How is he is not he- one of the top actors are the top you know how do not more directors want him in their in their movie well i think he's selective about what he takes to to be in and he's also lives a very you know private and not tabloid filled life yeah you know he's he there's lots of stories of him giving up his seat on the subway for for old ladies and pregnant women yeah. and all that kind of stuff I mean, there's he seems like an all-around good guy i don't think he owns a car like he takes public transportation everywhere yeah that's awesome <laughs> and he's like, he does a lot of stuff for, you know, he donates a lot of money. Uh, he's had a rough life. He's gone through, gone through some things we should do. I mean, we could do a whole episode just on Keanu Reeves and the, his personal life. Yeah. And his career and stuff. I mean, yeah, he doesn't do I've a lot always, of interviews. I've always liked him. Yeah. I've it's hard him. not to like him when you read about him, what he does and what he's been through. And it's just like, I don't get it. And he's so good in every, like, I know a lot of people gave him shit for when he first started, like on speed. I love Speed, right? man. I love that movie. Speed's <laughs> a fun movie. Don't get me wrong. I mean, except for the the bus jumping, that was just come on. But other than that, it looked cool. No, it didn't. It looked so fake. Uh, it looked so bad. You can't do that with a come on. That, you mean really, they didn't you thought jump that a bus? You thought that looked cool when they jumped a bus over a freeway? I was like thirteen. Thing. <laughs> I was like thirteen when it came out. All right, in ninety four. Was it ninety four? I think it was ninety four. I was twelve. <laughs> yeah, I think it was ninety four. Right. Don't get me wrong, dude. I love that movie. I had a lot of fun. It was just that scene bugged me. I was like, oh, come on. You didn't even have to do that. (laughs) You didn't even have to do that. You had so much drama going on and so much intensity happening. Why did you do that? There was no need. Why not? Yeah. But anyways, but a lot of people gave him shit for that, right? Because he was just like, he just plays, you know, his line delivery was very robotic. Right. You know, know, but he's gotten so much better since then you know yeah. his work on his work in matrix was awesome oh yeah the matrix the first matrix movie is amazing i love the first one i see i liked all the matrix movies i was like really you know it's just well to me it's like uh. why do you hate the other ones they're fun it's a freaking movie about us being batteries at the end of the day so yeah, because this whole here's here's my problem with Matrix is the first yeah. one was so good and so revolutionary in what it told how how it told the story and what it had in it and the special effects and it was just a, a hit out of the blue you know it was so amazing right, right. and then it, the second one wasn't bad I mean, the second one was 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 fun and by the time I went to the third one it was like what the hell am I watching it, it just it everything changed and which is good to have changed but it just got so weird and not weird in a good way you know like there was there was like werewolves and vampires but they didn't explain anything about them and they didn't really tell you they were ghosts or werewolves or vampires they just kind of vampires i don't remember werewolves and vampires in the third one 
that's what I'm fucking saying, man. Those like the, the the twins were ghosts. There were some characters who were. I mean, if you read into it, well, the twins were vampire. just programs that they just called them the ghosts. They weren't actual right, ghosts. But if you, they were. If you read the the backstory on them, and if you watch the Animatrix and watch their stuff, like those characters, they weren't supposed to be like representation. They were. They, they introduced werewolves and vampires and ghosts. Those all exist in the Matrix world after the, after the first one. They added all that. Well, shit anything to it. can exist in the and, Matrix world because of what it is. Right, but they didn't explain anything. It's like it's just it's it's an really it goes to levels to me, of insanity where it's like you, what am I watching? I don't think you need to explain anything. I think anybody that watches, I mean, for me, this is how I took it. Okay, you watch the Matrix trilogy, and after the first one, if you don't understand that anything in the Matrix itself is possible because it's all just a computer simulation, then what are you watching? Like it, it wouldn't surprise me to see a giant dinosaur. St- go through New York City at that point because it, right, you, you right. understand that you're inside the matrix and that the computer program itself, the, the the machines that are controlling the matrix can make it do anything they want. So having people identified as ghosts or vampires or werewolves doesn't surprise me. That's like, I'm yeah. kind of surprised they didn't do more things like that to freak out the people that are actual, that are actually in there. Yeah. Hey, I got to pause. Oh, okay. A little brief interruption. Yeah, sorry there. about that. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. You gotta family's gotta come first. You gotta take care of that. It happens. It happens. So what I was saying was when you're in the matrix, the the programs that are building programs and the 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 AI society that uh, that humans built that eventually takes over, yeah. right? I mean that's what that's what's happened. And they have figured out that they can use humans as batteries. So but within the matrix, that AI can make the matrix do anything it wants. So I guess for me, I thought I always thought of it that way. As soon as I realized, as soon as they explained what was going on, I was like, okay, well, then nothing is going to shock me or surprise me within that, within that dreamscape, so to yeah. speak, within the Matrix. Yeah, I guess. So I guess, I don't know, that's the way I, that's the way I took it. It just became so but you just, unexciting because the first, one, the first one very much is a self-discovery story for Neo. And you get to the yeah. second and third one. The second one starts off with him doing a Superman thing and flying around. And Neo basically becomes a god in the Matrix. And it becomes like, it gets to this point where it's like, okay, well, nothing is real. So why does any of this matter? You know, I, I, again, I'm just also looking back on movies I haven't watched in like over a decade. So <laughs> I'm trying to remember pieces of it. Yeah. I'm trying to remember pieces of the movie that I can now. Which, and I can't remember what scenes took place in what movie, you know? I mean, I've seen The Matrix, the first one, probably a bunch of times, you know, 10 years ago. The second and third one, I maybe seen once or twice each. I just remember, yeah. I just remember going and seeing the the first, okay, so the first one, my buddy Nick, we were bowling one day, and he's like, hey, have you heard that movie, The Matrix? And I was like, no, what the hell is The Matrix? And he goes, well, it's this new Keanu Reeves movie, and it's really cool. I saw it last night. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he goes, well, do you, do you, want, do you mind if I tell you about it and spoil it for you, or do you want to wait and see it? I'm like, ah, I'm probably not going to see it anyways. I don't give a shit, so go ahead and tell me about it. So he proceeded to basically tell me scene by scene the whole movie while bowling. And you're like, God damn it. Don't tell me anything well, it, now. <laughs> in this instance, it actually worked pretty cool because for, for that movie, for some reason, knowing all of the secrets in the movie, when I watched the movie, I, I felt like an insider watching that movie. Because I was like 19, 18 when that came out. And he, he had told me basically the whole plot from start to finish. And I wouldn't saw it the next I went actually I wouldn't saw it the next day. And it was still really, I mean, it was still amazing. I was still, I still loved it. Even though he had told me, even though I knew all of the secrets and all the plot points, the whole entire movie, I still walked out going, God damn, that was freaking awesome. And then I, I was working at, I was working at Microsoft when that yeah, came out. Show off. I was working at a bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. I was, I was working, I was working at Microsoft and this guy came in and I wasn't like a programmer at the time. I was actually working on printers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, not really. It was kind of boring, but. Just trying to float your boat, man. Yeah, this <laughs> this guy named Andy came in and he's like, he's like, "Hey, did you see the Matrix yet?" And he's like, "I'm like, no." He goes, "Yeah, I I, I dropped LSD. Me and my buddy dropped LSD and went." Oh inside. God! I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I was like, "Oh God!" All right, okay. <laughs> well, there's that. I mean, shit. Yeah, I was like, ah, that's good. He goes like, "Dude, it's a it's a mind fuck." And I was like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Yeah, go check it out." And he goes, "You want me?" He did the same thing. You want me to tell you about it? I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I'm gonna go see, see it." What he- because I had saw the trailers for I didn't it, so see the trailers like, oh, for yeah. it. I, I, I hadn't planned on this. I was like, I'm not going to see it, whatever. Then he told me the whole movie, and I was like, nope, I have to see this now. And I loved it. 
So much so that when the second one came out, we went to I went to Nick's house and we rewatched the first one because he had a at the time he had one of those a big like sixty four inch um rear projection rear projection TV because you know nobody had flat panels that big at the time. And yeah, so we we re- there we rewatched the first one like oh this is so good we went and saw the midnight showing the second one we walked to that one going wait what yeah what, what the fuck what and we were very we were very disappointed we're like you know what let's sit on it. Let's go see it again. Let's give it another chance. We saw it again. We're like, okay, I love. This. It wasn't that bad. I love the second okay, one. It wasn't as bad. Uh, see, I love the yeah. second one. The the whole nightclub scene was awesome. Uh, the the girl that is the man. What's the the guy's name? The the Medjian. The Medjian. Or dude, I don't remember, man. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, though. But his uh, his girlfriend, yeah, yeah. Monica. I think it's Monica Bellucci. Is, is her real name? Dude, I had the hugest crush on her when I saw her. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love. <laughs> I always like, I like Trinity. I thought Trinity was pretty awesome. Yeah, see, I wasn't a big – I I thought she was cool, but I, I that was it. I just thought she was cool. I thought she was awesome. Yeah, I thought she was an awesome character. Yeah, she is an awesome I character. I wanted more of her. In the, I, want, the I wanted them, like, in the sequels to, to expand more of her character. Not Because I thought – personally, I think what would have been great for the Matrix trilogy is if in the second and third one, consecutively, Neo took a more of a backseat to the plot – because once he hits that godlike state at the end of the first one, beginning of the second one, it becomes to where he can't, unless they really play on other aspects of his character, which they didn't. I mean, Neo's a pretty one-dimensional character after the first one. He kind of stays the same. He stays static the whole the second and third one, if I'm remembering it correctly. And if they would have done more of like moved Neo to a, a secondary, a secondary-ish character and brought some of the other characters forward, and like maybe told like the story of Trinity or the story of another, another character with Neo in the story as well. I felt like it would have been a more well-rounded trilogy. And personally, I think I would have liked it better if they would have done that with the movies, but you know, I mean, teach their own. Everybody likes things for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I enjoyed the movies what they were. I think the first one is the best oh, by one, far. Obviously the, the third one has that whole scene. I think it's the third one. It has the whole scene where Neo is fighting all the other Neos. Yeah. Should we, should we, should we, you know, Rewatch then, the trilogy and then actually oh, like actually talk about it educatedly because no, I, I don't. I mean, I'm trying to. Rem- I'm, I don't remember hardly anything from the second and third one, so I don't know. I don't know anything right now. I don't know, but you totally interrupted right in the middle of my thought. I do that a lot. Thanks. <laughs> it's what I do, man. It's my job. No, I don't. I don't think we need to do a whole thing on the Matrix. It's been done so much. I, I don't know that we're going to add any any value to talking about what we've already just talked. Uh, we about. always add value because. Well, it's like you said, it's the first one was the best one, and then the other two are they they support the first one, but that's about it. They don't add anything more to it than what you've already well, learned. Well, the way I see it is is the I agree. And this the second and the third one aren't needed. Like if it was if they just made the matrix, it'd have been fine. Yeah. They didn't there was no there wasn't a need. Like they didn't make it the trilogy doesn't make it better. You know, it's not like Indiana Jones yeah. where you have the three movies and then a fourth one, like in each movie, like, oh, this is better and better and better. It's like the first one was such a tightly done, well done story. Even though we wanted, it's a bad even though we wanted example. more. I, I, I okay, whatever. But even though, even though people wanted well, more, nothing is better than the first Raiders of the Lost Ark, dude. The second one is crap compared to it. Comparatively, fine, Star Wars still a fun Star movie, Wars. but comparatively, okay. When you Star Wars in, <laughs> it's hard to say. Name a trilogy that actually gets better as it goes. Well, Empire is better than Star Wars. But Jedi is shit compared to Empire. But Jedi is still, be- but, but Jedi is still better than that. Star Wars. I is think it? so. You I think, think it is? the original trilogy that's I think the, A New Hope is the weakest the weakest of the three of the originals, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. But also Because the only Indiana Jones that are worth watching is the first one and the third one. Yeah, those are the those are the really good ones. I, I mean I enjoyed the second one. Two and four is like what I never saw four. The the Crystal yeah, Skulls? I, I, I watched no. it. I had fun with it. I I could see why everybody was mad yeah, about they're making, it. But they're I making thought another it was, one. I thought you know it was that? fun. Is Harrison yeah. Ford? He's doing a, six, a sixth one. Did you watch the young Indiana Jones with, TV uh, movie? with River Phoenix? Yeah, I used to watch that. Yeah, I like. I liked. Yeah, I liked it. Was it. Cool. I thought it was great. But I was I was the right age for that show when it came out. You know. So I want to get my point out. My point is when they did that scene with with all the neos attacking. Neo, yeah. Right. It didn't look good no i don't think the cgi or the special effects weren't up to where they could do no, today. that movie was like 10 years too early for the special effects they wanted yeah i mean they did a good job because at that time it was the little stuff that looked really good yeah. you know what did really well with the with the work they had was forrest gump 
Yeah. They used the limitation of CGI in 94 to the best of its ability. Well, in Jurassic Park, too. I mean, they did those two movies. Yeah, and Jurassic Park. Yeah. But that's that. Yeah, well, Jurassic Park, like, set off that's, everything. That's Spielberg right? for you, though. I mean, Spielberg knows how to use things to his advantage, you know. But you mentioned, you mentioned the Neo scene yeah. there. And I agree. It didn't look good, but also the Neo, the Neo versus Neo scene was in the third one. In the second one, it was Neo versus all the Agent Smiths. So... When you, yeah. I remember now when you got when you saw that Neo versus Neo scene, you weren't seeing anything new because you'd already seen Neo take on a bunch of one character in the second one, taking all all the Agent Smiths. So it's like, oh, is that what I was? Maybe I was whatever one where he's attacking like when like fifty of them are attacking him and he's he's on that staff and he's running in a oh, circle. Oh, that's that's Neo versus that, that's that, that's all the, the Agent Smiths. Oh, okay, that's the one I'm thinking of, and it just it just doesn't look good. If you watch it it's today, rubbery. it looks like a cartoon. Yeah. It looked like a cartoon then. I didn't like it then. I was like, why are they doing this? Yeah. It, is, it reminds me of um, in the movie, the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie, when at the end when he's fighting Dead or uh, Bullseye, and they just look like rubber cartoons jumping around. It's like, you know, yeah. I, under I appreciate the effort, but understand the limitations of what you're doing, and don't like. There's a lot of good action movies and and sci-fi movies from the early 2000s that yeah, you relied use, too much on special to effects me, that don't that, that end up being unwatchable yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, to me, you use special effects to enhance, not to replace. Exactly. Don't don't shoot. If Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow taught us anything, don't shoot your entire movie on a green screen. I like that movie. Yeah, but it's so outlandish and so far right, out there. But you, That's but what you I can love see the CGI it. in it, and it's 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 kind of hard to watch. I think that see to me that that adds to the levity of it. Okay, so maybe that, that, maybe so that was a bad example. And it's, <laughs> No, I'm just saying for me, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Don't shoot the whole thing on us. I get it. But I, part of me is like when I watch Sky Captain the World Tomorrow, that's the point of it. Yeah, I, I guess that's, I mean, it's true. It, it harkens back to like the old Flash. Flash Gordon. And all of those. Yeah. yeah. And all that. It's just, that's what it reminds me of. And that's why I loved it so much. It was like, this could have came out when I was four years old and, and, and I would have loved it then. And it. They took it to a whole different level and they made it campy. Yeah. And it would but it was campy to be campy. Yeah. And I think that's why I liked it so much. It wasn't like th- that's what I hated about Joel Schumacher's Batman run. Is that he took it to this campiness level that just ruined the franchise to me, ruined the films to me because because Tim Burton pushed it to a campiness level just enough to where it made it freaky cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Where the campiness was was unsettling. Okay, that's how it that's how it affected me. And then Joel Schumacher just took it to like, well, you might as well have fucking Adam West be Batman in these in these <laughs> because that's what you're doing, you know? Just 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 tilt the camera sideways and have him grab the rope and walk up the right, building. Right, right. And do some and do some crappy jokes cuz that's what you're doing to these movies. And and so, But Sky Yeah, and Sky Captain of the World Tomorrow, I I felt like they set out to be that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And so I liked you it. You know what's funny? Um, this is totally huh. like same topic, but kind of a different vein. Did you know that when, they, when that movie was coming out for the promotion for that movie in DC comics, they would, um, polybag issues for two months and include this, uh, sky captain world of tomorrow preview CD ROM for your computer. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I remember I was buying, I was, that was when I had my comic book shop and all, all of a sudden all the DC comics came in, they were polybag sky captain world of tomorrow. And in the back of it was a little, a little small CD ROM that had like a trailer on it and some like behind the scenes info on it and shit like that. It's pretty cool. That's funny. Yeah, I, I still see, have one. I still have out, one and, <laughs> When that movie came out, me and my uh, I was married at the time, and me and my wife and my buddy James and his wife all went to it, and the girls hated it, and me and James were like that was nice. fun. <laughs> yeah, I was at I was at Comic Con the year it came out, or it was, it was coming out down in San Diego, and there was like I mean there was it was like two thousand seven. No, it was like two thousand four. Was it two thousand? Yeah, it came out a long time ago. That's funny. It didn't seem like that long ago. Was that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Jude Law? Angelina Jolie's in it. Yeah, she plays like a bad yeah. guy, right? Uh, yeah, 04, 2004. Wow. Yeah, Jude Law. Jude Law's great in that. Wow, I just I didn't know it was that long ago. That guy, his whole career went down the tube when he got caught with that hooker, right? Did he? I don't know. I was. I, I wonder why yeah, he, I stopped seeing him in the movies. I like Jude Law. Yeah, he was like, like going up, going up, going up, and then he got caught like with like a hooker or cheating on his wife Man, or something you know, like that. If you're super famous and you're doing good movies, why are you getting a hooker? I mean... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, if to me, it's like, if you're going to cheat on your wife, why get married? Yeah, That's a great why point. Why go through that whole thing? Yeah. Just stay if single. If you want to sleep around, don't get you know? married. Don't don't get in a relationship if you want to sleep around. Just, just don't do it. <laughs> don't be a douchebag. Come on. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, 
no one sets out to be a douchebag, right? No one goes, I'm going to get married and then I'm just going to cheat around on my wife. Right. I don't, well, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's some people that have that right. already in them. We can't speak for everybody, like, but generally speaking, if you're right. right. <laughs> I think generally speaking, I think that things. But if you're in that position and and as soon as you have those types of feelings, leave. like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be yeah, married. Leave. Yeah, maybe we should end this yeah. because I don't want to hurt this person well, I, on that on that you, level. Even more than hurting somebody, you, I mean, nobody looks at somebody who cheats on their wife as a good person, you know, or cheats on their husband. You look at them, oh, you're untrustworthy. Well, they definitely look at them yeah. different. They definitely look at them differently from them. Yeah, I, I've never understood. And you cheaters. can build that trust with your yeah. buddies. Yeah, you can build your trust back with yeah. your buddies, but you, you know, but you ruin a. a any type of relationship that you had with the girl right. that you're with. That's for I sure. think it's, I think it's, I mean, me personally, I think, I think you're in the same boat too. It's like, just be an honest, nice person. And if you want to sleep around, then don't be with somebody. Cause it's not, that's not how you do that. It's not how you do things. Unless you're in an open, unless you're in an open relationship, but then I don't understand those either because I'm too, I'm too much. I'm too yeah, jealous. I'm, too, I'm a super jealous person. I'm like, nope, no, she's mine. Get away. <laughs> I don't share well, man. <laughs> mine, yeah, mine, I, don't, mine, I don't share. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think I could handle doing like being in an open relationship or inviting someone else to the bed. Yeah, no, I, just, I, I couldn't, couldn't do, do it. it. I could not. I I couldn't do it. I, I would go and going to going to the, for your, the whole three way. Like, ah, three was to be awesome. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to share. I, I don't want to share my wife with anybody, yeah. male or female. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'd be dicking my wife. I might be start punching right. you <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly until you're dead. Right. <laughs> But you invited me. I don't care. I changed my mind. I don't care. I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. That's just, you know, I think it's, I don't know. I don't want to say that it's weird or anything like that because I don't want to. I mean, teach your own. If if you and your significant other feel that way and and that's what you want to do in your life, that is perfectly fine for you. It makes you happy. It is just not for me. Behind closed doors. You know what bugs me, dude, is when you go out with somebody and your buddies go, did you do her? Did you oh, this happen? Tell right. me what happened. No, 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 no. And it's like, why do you even? Yeah, why do you want to know these details? Yeah. That kind of it kind of weirds yeah, me I out. I don't because like, why do you want to hear this? I don't want to hear about your yeah, love I don't, life. I don't discuss I don't my sex life with did. anybody. I'm like, no, that's my personal life. It's for me and my wife. That's it. <laughs> it's just yeah. weird. I've had buddies that like just start going into detail about them being with some chick. Yep, I've like, had that. I don't want to hear this, dude. Well, then I. I don't understand why you're doing this. I don't, I don't this. want to play that play of which did last night. I really don't care. Just tell me. Just to say, <laughs> I had a good time. Good. I, I get what that means. <laughs> you don't even have to, Yeah, you can just say, yeah, I went out with so-and-so. It was cool. We had yeah. fun. That's all you got to right. say. Oh, cool. I'm glad you enjoyed I'm glad you had a yeah. good time. That's that's it. Are you going to see her again? Yeah. Or no. You Perfect. know, whatever, whatever. it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it, it annoys me. It, dude, it, it actually annoys me. Yeah. I, I actively avoid those people after that. Because I don't want to have that conversation. Right, and maybe it's just me being insecure or, or not feeling like maybe I'm repressed in some ways about no, that I mean, kind of stuff. I don't think it's I repression or insecurity. I think it's just a matter of fact that some people just don't care. Like, I don't care if you slept with some chick you went out with. Good for you. I don't I don't need to hear the details. It's not insecurity. It's just it's unneeded information I don't care about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. Or maybe it's just the fact that I just feel like you're a boring person if that's what you have to right. talk about. If that's the highlight of your world is talking about sleeping with some chick or sleeping with some dude. I, I okay, yeah. but let's let's move on to something cool like comic books. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, who doesn't love? I mean, I love sexy time, but yeah, with yourself at the same time. I don't want to share my sexy time with other people except for the person that I'm I was with. Say you don't want to share it with anybody. It's all personal for you. <laughs> yeah, I knew you're. I could. I could. I could feel that coming from you, and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm gonna make sure I say it with the person so I'm you, with. You, you blocked my opportunity to there, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was a weird conversation. We went from John Wick <laughs> to the Matrix to Sky Captain in the World Tomorrow to sex. I, I was how the I fuck? Was, I mean, it all flowed naturally. Thank you, Jude Law. But <laughs> 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 and uh, I think with, you know what I do. Huh. You know what I do with no, no. Don't be ending this already. You know what I do with Tiffany. When she goes, oh, man, that guy's so sexy, I always go, I, I do two things. Either I go, oh, did you hear that he's gay? Or, oh, you see he got busted, he beat his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do that? <laughs> Why you got to ruin it? Because it's, cause it's funny because you get all mad about it. Well, she doesn't get mad about it. She knows right. I'm joking. But she's like, why do you have to do that? <laughs> and it just makes me laugh because it's like, oh, my God. Because, yeah. You know, because whatever, 
I don't know. It's like it is. It it does kind of suck though. Personally, when you have like an actor and actress that you do like a lot, you do respect. Like, oh, this yeah. they're a good person, or they I love their work, and then you find out they're a cheater or they're a, a fucking asshole in real life. It kind of it kind of ruins it a little bit sometimes for you. You know, I kind of hate that. It depends on how it happens. Like the cheating thing is. I don't know, man. The cheating thing is a weird thing because it depends on how it happened. It depends on what it is. Like, okay, if I'm with a girl and they cheat on me, I'm going to be hurt, obviously. But then if they end up marrying that person and having kids and that ends up being the love of their life, yeah, there's a part of me that's got to go, you know what? I'm happy that you found that That's a good point. That's a really good point. And And it's hard. I mean, I might hate them. For, for ruining my happiness. You know what I mean? Right. But if you really love somebody, then you just want them to be happy at the That's end of the That's a really day. good point. And that you'll you'll live like that. But if you're a douchebag that, that is cheating on his wife every single chance he gets, or you're a chick that's che- cheating on her husband every chance you get because you just want dick right. or you just want whatever, then, you know, that's, that's different. That's some, and you're, that's different. That and and you ha- you probably have a condition. You might be a sex addict, or you might have a condition where you know there's a lot of people that just ruin their happiness because right. they can't they 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 can't accept what they have. And sometimes some people feel guilty for being yeah happy I, yeah because they don't understand what they're going through. So it's hard for me to go and judge anybody for cheating on somebody because I don't know where their mental state is at that point like there's something going on and usually the cheating is not indicative to them wanting sex with that person it's something that's happening at home already that's true right and then it and it goes to that and so as long as they get and, and it sounds weird but as long as they get help or they get the the stability they need or whatever and then and then i'm happy but the other the other point was you know if they like if they get married and have kids and, and that's their and that's the the one, then I it's hard for me to hate them after that. Yeah, it's just like it just it's it's me that I have to deal right, with it. Right, right. <clears throat> it, you know, and it's not for me to judge somebody that that cheated on his wife. I might feel differently about them if they just do it all the time and they don't um take you know find out why they're doing what they're right. doing. You know, and if if all it is they just want to have sex, then they should just get, get divorced, divorced and go sleep around and and. and yeah, and live a single yeah. life because that's what you really, really want, you know. But some people want their cake and eat it too, where they have that person at home that's taking care of everything, that's cooking for them, cleaning for them, has the everything ready, <laughs> and then they get to go and have fun. Yeah, and I don't, and those kind of people, that kind of. Well, the one, me. the one, the one that got me, I was talking earlier uh, about people you like a lot and respect was um, David Barinas, the actor who played Angel or, or is on Agent Booth on Bones. He cheated oh, yeah. on his wife. Yeah, while, yeah. yeah he cheated good. on his wife while she was pregnant with her kid. What? Yeah. And she stayed. And she wow. stayed with him afterwards. But yeah, he he was caught cheating while she was pregnant. And I was like, man, I like this. I've I've liked David Bruna since I watched him on Angel and Buffy, and now he's on Bones, and I watch Bones all the time. And it's like, he just he's yeah. just a cheater fish, and I don't like it. <laughs> he's just a cheater fish. But you don't know what was going on either, though. Well, it's, so it's hard. Yeah. And, and that's what sucks because which when you're in Hollywood and you're in that limelight, you're you're in a microcosm that everybody's looking in, and then making a decision right from the first thing that they're being told. And they don't know the, you don't know what his, what his wife's role in that was, whether, what do you know? They might have an open relationship. Yeah, I don't know. And she might be like, you know what? She's still with them. So she might be like, yeah, no, that's all good. I don't, I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm not in the mood to have sex while I'm going through the nine months of this because some women do get that way. Not all women, but some women do. And she's like, go, do what you need to do so that way you're happy when you come home and not getting all pissed off at me because I don't want to do this. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, it's hard to say. It's just, <laughs> it's hard, man. You know, that's why I kind of – when I stop liking somebody, it usually doesn't deal around cheating. It usually deals with violence and intimidation and things like that. Right, nature. yeah. Like, yeah. you know, finding out somebody beat their wife. Right. It's like, uh, that's, really? There's no, there's no excuse for that shit. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Somebody that that's uh, you, you know on the verge. I don't want to say on the verge of rape, but somebody that well, sexual harassment and, you know, and uh, rape and shit like that. Sexual yeah. harassment, shall, yeah, shit like that, dude. That bugs me. You that know, bugs me too. Nothing bugs me more when when somebody asks me to do something and I'm like, no, I don't want to do that, and then they sit there and hound me until I say yes. Come on, man. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. You like it. Come on. Come on. That sh- shit drives me insane because then I do it. Then two things happen. One, I hate myself. Yeah. 
because I gave into something. And it could be small, dude. It could be like, hey, do you want this candy bar? No, I'm good. Oh, come on. It's really good. You should eat it. It could be small. It could be as trivial as right. that. One, I hate myself after that. And two, I start not liking that person. Right. Because I feel like I already told you something that I don't want to do. I don't like it. Why are you trying to enforce me to do something just because you right, want it? Exactly. Because it's, it's just pushing your views on somebody else and they don't want it, you know? Oh, dude. I, I, and it, I've gotten the older I get, the more trivial it becomes. Right. Like, you know what I mean? That it, it can be a trivial thing. And, it, and then I start looking and thinking of you differently at that point. Right. And then it's like, then once I dig my heels in, it's done. I'm done. It's like, nope, I'm never going to do, you know, now I'm going to say no just because I want to, even if <laughs> I want to say it, even if I want to do it, I'm going to say you no. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. And I'll tell him too. I'll tell him why. I said, no, because you, every time you try, you sit there and try to convince me to do something and I'm sick of it. I don't like it. I don't like that attitude and I don't like that in you. Yeah. No, it's Because it's- I don't do that to people. They tell me no. I'm like, okay. All right. Peace out, bitches. If you change your mind, this is where right. I'll be and this is what I'm doing. Right. No, I get it. I get it. I, 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 I don't like people who try to push their views or push what they want other people either. It's like, hey, if you don't want to do it, then that's fine. Don't try to pressure me into doing some shit I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, drives me nuts. Right. <laughs> I'm like, no, I told you no. I don't. I don't care that I could go there and then do this and then that'll make me free for this. I don't right, want to do right. that. <laughs> 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 what are you gonna do t- tonight? What's what's going on tonight? You got. Kaylee's yeah, birthday. We have people coming over, and we're doing a uh, playing some games, drinking some drinks, and just hanging out for uh, Kaylee's birthday. She turned thirty one on Valentine's Day, so we're celebrate- celebrating this weekend. And then um, after that, I'm I'm probably going to go to bed. <laughs> you know, because it'll, it'll be late. Uh, All tomorrow, right. I don't know what I, I don't. I you know what, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, honestly. And then Monday, there you go. My, I found out yesterday. My kids have all next week off of school. Whoa, why? Uh, they have a midwinter break in February. So they had a week off in February. So all next week they have no school. So I got to figure out what I'm. Don't they have spring break like in a month and a half? Yeah. So uh, the, the school district here, they have, they only get a week off for Christmas instead of two weeks because they, they do a week off in February. Oh, they split it yeah. up. Oh, gotcha. So I have a week off next week. Same amount of time then. And then I'd rather have the two weeks in yeah. December. What sucks though is if their, week, if their break was the following week, then they could all go to Comic Con on Thursday and Friday with me because Emerald City Comic Con, you know, in two weeks. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. We're going to be at Emerald City oh, Comic yeah. Con, so if you guys look around, you'll see t- two fat guys walking around with, micro- with yep, a microphone. Yep, yep. I'll be there all four days. Come I say got, hello. Um, you need to have a shirt yeah, made. Your shirts made. You need to have yeah. shirts made. I don't know why why we haven't done I'll this. make some. But uh, Emerald City Comic Con starts on my birthday. So the Thursday, the first Thursday is my birthday. I'll be there. But I'm telling everybody it's my birthday, too. Just give me a print. There's an awesome t-shirt place right down the street okay, from me. I'll give you a, I'll, I'll give you a high-res high logo to print. There you go. Cool. All right, this is a weird episode. I like it, though. We we're kind of went all over the place, and yeah, trivial. So John Wick, there you go. That's our review. The the, uh, <laughs> the, the point of the movie is in a roundabout yeah, the, the way. The point is the review fight ends with uh, "Don't kill someone's dog, or you might die." Don't kill someone's dog, or you might yeah. die. That's right. <laughs> you might be the first to right. die. Okay, all right, that's a show, man. That is a show. Uh, don't forget to. Listen to us on YouTube. Yep. On Lisbon. Is it Lisbon? Lisbon. Yeah, Lisbon. Lipson. I want to say Libsyn. Libsyn. God, that's not Lisbon. It's yeah, Libsyn. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Tune in radio. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Spotify, SoundCloud. Yep. Google Play, yep. iTunes, iHeartRadio. Any podcatcher you have out there, we'll, uh, you'll catch us there. Yeah, that's right. We're doing we're doing pretty well. We got some exciting stuff coming down the pike. Um, as things become available, we will release information of what we're we got going yep. on. It's going to be a lot we got of several fun. projects lined up and for us. That we can't talk about. They're going to be awesome. With yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> that's a weird way to put it. <laughs> we've got lots of things. We've got, we've got lots of little things in the works. And once if it, if yeah, any of those one thing comes to, to fruition, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We got lots of stuff happening. We're constantly planning, constantly working on this dumb thing, yep. and I mean dumb in a good yeah, way. Yeah, lots of interviews in the um, background. That I'm trying to get, that we're trying to get scheduled, and uh, just exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's all exciting oh, stuff. One, one thing you guys can interact one, with. Us. One thing Go I ahead. can announce on the show right now. One thing that I have been working on is we are going to be meeting with the people from Xenoscope at Emerald City Comic Con to talk to them about their comics and 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 what they publish and and why they do what they do. They've agreed to talk to us. Cool. That's news for me too. So this is going to be even yeah, I better. I email on one of the HR people, not not HR, one of the 
marketing people at, at, at Xenoscope and they're excited to come talk to us. So yay. That's awesome. Yay. <laughs> I love that. Xenoscope's got some cool stuff, so that's gonna be yeah. fun. All right. So you guys can interact with us on Facebook, on Twitter. Twitter is our big yep. one. It's obviously All day long, man. And yeah, and, and spoilercountry.libson.com or spoilercountrypod.com yep. or or just our Patreon. Or just search Spoiler Country. Yeah, Patreon. Patreon.com slash spoiler country. We'll get us we get you there. Yeah. You get yep. early access so, to episodes. I figured out how to do it with uh, with Libsyn now, so I can put early access episodes up on on Patreon again. Yeah, and then what about our email? It's spoilercountry at gmail yep. Shoot us an email if you have a if you're if you're a creator and you have a comic book you want you reviewed. Shoot, shoot us an email. We'll uh, we'll talk about that. We can get we can do, do a review for you. That's right. It'd be yep. a lot of we fun. love reading stuff. All right, guys, we are out of here. It. We're done. Don't forget, expand your mind, read more. See ya. Bye.